He motioned her to a chair and she sat down, setting aside her bag. She took out a palm-sized digital recorder, then swept the small space with a glance that shifted like a radar, homing in on the few personal items in evidence. You have a beautiful family. Thank you, ma'am. I think so. How old are your children? Brian and Emma are twins. They're seniors this year. Katie's in ninth grade. And that's Grace, my wife. A world of pain and hope underlay his words, but he prayed the reporter wouldn't notice. In the photo taken at Mustang Island when they were stationed in Corpus Christi, the four of them were laughing into the camera, sunburned faces glowing. This is a great shot, said Ms. Atwater. What's it like being away from them for months on end? What the hell did she think it was like? A damn fraternity party? It's rough. I'm sure you'll hear that from a lot of the sailors on board. It's hard seeing your baby's first steps on videotape or getting a picture of a winning soccer goal by email. Atwater studied another photograph, this one in a slightly warped frame nearly twenty years old. But the homecomings are sweet, she murmured, gazing down at the fading image. He couldn't recall who had taken that shot, but he remembered the moment with painful clarity. It was the end of his first cruise after they had married. The gray steel hull of an aircraft carrier reared in the background. Sailors, officers, and civilians all crushed together, hugging with the desperate joy only military families understood. At the center, he and Grace held each other in an embrace he could still feel all these years later. Yesterday had been Grace's fortieth birthday. He'd phoned and gotten the machine. Lately, she was so prickly about her age anyway. She probably wouldn't thank him for the reminder. Atwater asked about his background, his career path in the Navy, his role on the carrier. She listened well, occasionally making notes on a small yellow pad as well as recording him. He cleared his throat. Says on my agenda that I'm your tour guide for nighttime flight ops. I've been looking forward to this, sir. She came alive in that special way of people who were in love with flying. The more high-tech and dangerous, the better. And there was no form of flying more dangerous than carrier operations. He'd been in the Navy since his 18th birthday, and of his 26 years of service, he'd been at sea for half of them. That kind of commitment had its rewards, but it also carried a price. He was finally figuring that out. As he went to the door, the inbox on his computer screen blinked, but he didn't check to see what had come in. If it was personal, he didn't want a reporter reading over his shoulder. He led her single file down a narrow passageway tiled in blue, narrating their journey and cautioning her to avoid slamming her shins on the knee knockers, structural members at the bottom of each hatch. Lining their way were dozens of red cabinets containing fire control gear and protective clothing. The least little spark could take out half the ship if it happened to ignite in the wrong place. As they climbed an open steel ladder, Atwater took it in stride, but she was probably wishing she'd worn pants and thick-soled boots. They crossed the hangar bay where aircraft waited with wings folded like origami cranes. In the passageway under flight deck control, the roar of aircraft pounding the steel deck was louder still. We need to gear up.
Steve said, handing her a flight suit and boots. I've been briefed on safety procedures. She sat down and slipped off her civilian shoes, flashing a slim foot encased in a nylon stocking. Hours and hours of briefing. The Navy loves to brief people, he admitted, hearing echoes of the endless droning of Navy gouge he'd endured over the years, litanies of instruction and advisories. In this case, I hope you listened, he added. His hand wandered to his throat in a habitual gesture, seeking his St. Christopher medal. Then he remembered that he'd lost it, the good luck charm he'd had since his first deployment. He never went to sea without it. Ah, hell, at least he wasn't flying. After she finished gearing up for flight ops, Francine Atwater looked totally different. Steel-toed boots, a shiny gray-green jumpsuit, and a white visitor's jersey hid all of her charms except those big brown eyes. Feeling a